0: Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Three Live Canes. This time with two of us here on Wednesday night to entertain you guys. Talk about some Miami football, as always. I am Chris. this one in the box. There's Steve over there this time. It's a little weird. I prefer it if he's over floating down there somewhere, but no Bill today, so it's just Steve and I, like the old days. <laughs> but uh, Steve, how you doing today, man?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm big vibing. I'm I'm chilling. This has been a nice little day. Will it be for two of these days in the future? We shall see. Uh but today it was a good day.
0: Right, just stack good days on good days, right? Um, Bill, uh, you know, our illustrious co-host. Uh is he big vibing? Possibly, I'm not sure. Is he probably chilling? Not. Chilling, probably not. <laughs> probably not chilling. Um, Bill, yeah, no, Bill. Finally, some positivity. Well, you know, Bill's not here because he had a baby. The baby he just started talking about. All of a sudden, boom, he's out for that. So who knows how long that's gonna go for. Um, but actually, Steve, I didn't say this before the show during our three hour show meeting, but, uh, actually, do you know the name, Bill's name for his little girl?
1: Nah, yeah, I don't actually, think he's never told me.
0: It's actually Christina Stephanie.
1: Oh man, I knew <laughs> I, I I literally, I am like, nah, he's not about to, he's not about to say her name. He's about to definitely make
0: something. <laughs> what, like, what'd you think if he was going to get name after one of us, who do you think he would pick me or you?
1: I would hope he would pick you. That says I'm, a lot about you if you pick me.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of mean to him. That's uh, I kind don't of who know. we do this thing. <laughs> Plus, I think Stephanie, Christina is kind of like played out, right? I mean, that's there's been a lot of Christinas, Kristens, all that kind of nonsense. You don't really need that, but like Stephanie, you could bring that back.
1: Maybe uh, out here.
0: Yeah. All right. Well,
1: all
0: right. Well, who in the chat? What do you think you could name after? Anybody in there? Mitchell? Is there a man growing up Mitchell? No,
1: he's Johnny Green. Is his, his number one supporter. That's true.
0: <laughs> that would be nice. What could be a Johnny name for a girl? I guess you can just go with like – I mean, th- these days you can kind of give them those names where it's kind of like a boyish nah, name.
1: No, we're, we're, we're not even going to get into that. <laughs> 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 moving right along then
0: speaking of confusing times we're in confusing times for tomorrow and some other things that might come up with some recruits that we're after also a scrimmage going on this week so a lot of things to talk about and some other things even X canes having some confusing times trying to find a place to go play football too so plenty of stuff for us to talk about before we get to all that we'll hit you guys with the intro thank you guys for coming here on a wednesday night talk to miami football with us this is for the national championship for Nebraska. He's a stud, that Brown, number 98. Irvin's got it. Irvin's free. Slips to the outside, tries to stiff arm, but he couldn't get by Ray Lewis. Big time players. Step up off, the- <laughs> and big it. Hard dog. Don't ask me for more. Hell no. And up to the races. That's what they needed. That's Ricks going up for Thorpe, and it's intercepted near midfield. Sean Taylor's got another one. Who else? But Sean, who else but us here on a Wednesday night talk some Keynes with football with you guys? I see the chat. It was, you know, not too angry about us being late. You know, that was
1: you 1804. I said what's up. I mean, yeah, I was I was on my phone and someone said, Yo, Steve I had look as at the Walmart. I I told uh Chris and I was like somebody <laughs> see me at Walmart.
0: <laughs> when was it? Like what start- it was it? It's started. it
1: was like this week.
0: Was uh, it, like, early in the day? What, what time of day was it? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm go on my morning break for the snacks. You feel me?
0: <laughs> you were on your phone. What happened? 1804 just ran up on you?
1: Nah, he was walking out, and he said, yo. And I said, I, I knew it. By the way, he said, yo. I knew it. Uh, Steve-O, I knew it was a Canes fan. <laughs> 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 That's
0: awesome. And you stopped. You signed autographs and everything?
1: Nah, he was doing his thing. He just kept going. I, I, we just said, what's up?
0: Okay, that's very nice. That's a very nice interaction. It's the kind of thing you want to see with fans. I get recognized obviously all the time up here in New Jersey. It's getting really frustrating for my family. Got to push people away, uh, but it is what it is. You know, anytime you see it's, it's honestly the Walmart thing too. Like, the fact that it <laughs> happened at Walmart is like because that's so consistently referenced. <laughs> Love to see it. Uh, But anyway, so, yeah, like I said, anytime you see Steve over there at Walmart, you make sure you say hello. If he's somewhere else, don't bother him. Don't just, like, go up to him when he's eating at Chili's with his girlfriend or whatever. But if you see him out there at Walmart, that's free reign. You do whatever you got to (laughs) do. But anyway, speaking of some positivity, though, uh, as we see some no bill, so time for positivity. um, There are plenty of things to be positive about. And and obviously, the most important thing is we're another week in camp, another more time to go through and see how things are going obviously leading all the way up to a scrimmage this weekend. So a lot of things uh, with Kane's Fest and all that kind of stuff. steve you're going to be there. I mean, a lot of people that are in the chat are probably going to be there too. So, oh, yeah. you know, first and foremost, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Or, you know, what What are you excited about seeing there when you get to see them in person?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm actually – I'm, I'm – man, I, I'm not, I've never signed an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> but Kane's family's cool, bro. Sometimes uh, they, they talk to me. They're like, bro, I watched the video of this, bro. It's actually lit. Uh, when somebody recognizes you, cause then it's just, damn, I was just going about my day and I could just talk Canes football real quick. Cause getting it done in the chat, like on group chats and stuff is one thing, but when you're talking face to face with somebody about the Canes, bro, it hits on a different level. So I do appreciate it. Uh, nah, uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? But, uh, I- I'm super excited just by the way, coach Mario went about talking about it when the media asked about it, obviously everybody was super excited and they wanted to confirm that it was going to be an open scrimmage. Anybody could just go, because we have obviously we haven't had that in a while. Uh, Coach Mario basically just came up there and said, Hey, we don't have nothing to hide, y'all boys. Like, we working, like, slide and watch. So, I think uh, that just his stance on it got me hyped. Uh, hearing a lot of things about uh, a lot of players, so I'm just hyped to see it. And then the fans could see it. I mean, that, that's just something that hasn't happened. So, I'm super excited. People to watch practice, see these kids grind. Uh, you know, before you talk about them and to say this about them, you're gonna see. You know that they're actually putting in work. A lot of guys people write off. They're gonna see them in this new system. Uh, you know, two years under Coach Feld. I think the training staff has done a phenomenal job with them. People's uh, bodies. I mean, the players look totally different. I mean, you see, I'm seeing players that look super jacked, but they're really not that heavy. And uh, that that's 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 what you want.
0: What what's the biggest difference you think in terms of like where the bodies are now? Because you know we always hear about the different like all this new strength guy bodies are different blah blah blah. What's different I mean, about Phil?
1: I don't know. It's just like not everybody's on a super bulk plan. You know we're not trying to just beef up everybody. I mean somebody's body, uh, you know Kobe Young, we had to slim him down. We had to you know build him out a different way. Now same thing with Frank Latson. I mean he's reinvented himself. Uh, he got his juice back with uh, with the way his body's looking. Uh, and the way he's making plays, I ain't gonna like Frank Latson going vertical right now. That's what that's what people talking about. So, uh, you know, obviously Harrow and everybody going vertical, but it's nice to see Latson making plays. Uh, they you know they post them on the IG on that great back shoulder ball from Emery on the corner. Uh, so it, it you know it's it's looking nice. I, I'm liking some of the body types that you see, uh, and then 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 you have freaks that are coming in already like Francis and Pancake. He has me really excited what year two with them looks like in this mm-hmm. system.
0: You know, what's funny about Ladson is that when uh, I saw the clip pop up that you're referencing on Instagram and like I saw the eight, but it didn't like really click in my head right away because it didn't look like Ladson. And I don't know if it was just the the guy we've been seeing over the past couple of years. It did look like his body is different. He did look more athletic, like a guy ready to go out there and make plays. So, I mean, hopefully for him, it's a chance for like kind of a redemption season after being someone that, you know, we've been talking about in Miami for a long, long time. And maybe this could be the year that really kind of clicks for him. We have enough spots there on the receiver position. There's going to be a lot of balls getting thrown around. So hopefully some go his way. Um, but, you know, yeah, on that I'm,
1: re- I'm rooting for him.
0: So do you think he could fit into that top group? Because I know it's a, it's a pretty tight competition. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I think uh, – I, I don't think it's the, bad, the worst thing to be the fourth receiver off the bench. I think that's what he should be fighting for. I think – uh i think it's really set with Jacoby. i really do love the lineup i know people are going to say you're biased Broward, and i really love the lineup of x you know who can get open Jacoby, who can make the special plays and then kobe who gives you speed and verticality on the outside with the big body frame so it's just like yeah that combination looks like it's going to do very well with elijah royal at tight end and then others rotating in but uh when you get to that second unit or when you sub in just one at a time, like it, you, you don't have to sub in all three. I think we've done that, you know, in other stops. I don't really like it. I like subbing in two at a time, keeping one starter in. And then when you, as you progress, get close down the field, maybe you'll take somebody out to throw in of with size. Let's say Horton, boom, right. you know, someone, you know, Latin, boom, somebody with size as you get close to the goal line. So uh, I'm very interested to see what the rotation is going to be like, but I think he has the opportunity uh, to earn some snaps. Uh, I think Kobe Young's going to start. But he's going to battle at Harold and Horton. And, you know, Harold probably also be, you know, on the other side trying to battle Jacoby as well as Shamar uh, Kirk.
0: It's it's nice to have names, though. It's nice to have guys that we have some faith in and not have to, like, you know, force people into playing time. And that's uh, the opposite, like, have dudes that can actually go out there and perform.
1: Yeah, facts. I mean, you have X, you have Brashard, both who started games, both is showing flashes, Uh, you know, and then you have Ray Ray and Robbie coming in to round out the group with two talented youngsters. Ray Ray's been making a lot of noise. So, um, you know, it, it's that time of camp, you know, the freshman of ball, Ruben Bain. I mean, he's everything everybody's ever thought he was. <laughs> like yeah. he's everything everybody ever thought he was. And Miami fans knew it for a long time. That's yeah. why if that would have been we've had the Patrick Sertans and Tyson Campbells and the epic misses for sure. Uh you know, Frank Lance was considered an epic miss at the time, you know. Uh, you know, Tyreek, a lot of these misses, but nothing would have amounted to that. No, no, nothing,
0: nothing would have been close. Like it, there's even guys like the the James Williams and the Leonard Taylors guys that we got. Like it would have been like, oh well, you know, we tried our best. But Ruben Bain is, I mean, his his old family is is either been here, or is here now. He's from right around the corner. A guy that we've known forever. A, a guy that we needed desperately on the defensive line. Missing on him would have been killer.
1: A four time state champion at Miami Saint John's. <laughs> <laughs> if he did not with his with his lineage, bro. Like right. if he did not come to Miami, that would have hurt. Like they, I don't think that w- I would have ever or could have ever imagined pain harder uh, other than like Virginia last game in the Orange Bowl. Uh,
0: yeah. then missing out on pain. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God he's around. And the guys in the chat are mentioning just to, like, to see what, like where he is with the weight regimen, like already putting up over 400 pounds in the bench press, just, A freaking nature.
1: Yeah, he's a freaking nature. But a lot of that's probably like technique and stuff. Like, you you know, I don't really get too excited about the heavy numbers because I know it's all about bar speed. So, most likely, you know, they're only maxing out, you know, a few times. You know, they they don't really do that often. They're probably going lightweight speed, get that bar up. I want to build explosive for football players, not bodybuilders. I think that's different with this staff. That's why you see a guy, see guys with a little bit more juice. You see, oh, man. You know, Kobe Young's got a little faster. X is a little faster. Everybody's kind of literally getting a little faster. People are seeing Brashard. They're saying, oh, hey, he he's looking like he has that juice again. Uh, so th- that's just telling you that the staff's doing a good job taking into account each player's body. It's just not a set regimen for all 85 scholarly kids. I mean, it's our, you know, even the walk-on 135, like, it's different, you know. And it's also because of the resources. We have so much more strength and conditioning staff. So you're able yeah. to do these type of things. So we're seeing the fruits of that labor. Uh, but we gotta catch those fruits, and hopefully, they taste good in September, and October, and November.
0: Yeah, for, yeah. Honestly, how does it? How do we get through the season? And like, are we healthy? Can we do all those things as time goes on? Because, you know, like the the Baines of the world sitting there at 270. We know he's gonna play. We know a lot of these other guys are looking for opportunities, or fighting to get on the field. They're gonna play. And we'll see how it goes, and and that's probably one of the first things that you will notice, because there are a lot of you know disadvantages of the of the open practice, the open scrimmage, in terms of what they can show. One of the more obvious ones you can see physically, how are like how are the guys looking, like where are the bodies and all that. But uh, anything else, Steve-O, that like you know with the limitations expected, anything that you. You think you will be able to notice there, despite like what's probably going to be a vanilla uh, setup?
1: Yeah, now I don't know what limitations you mean, bro. It's about to be a full-on scrimmage, fam. Like move the ball, driving eleven on. Like it's it's about to be that.
0: You think full playbook, like, show no, everything? No, not full
1: playbook, but, I mean, they're going to rep things. Like, I'm telling yeah. you right now, they're repping it. They're not going to waste the practice just because people are here. Or they, 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 I'm sorry. They don't love us that much. Like, Because <laughs> they did a work. You know what I'm saying? They, yep. they obviously, they're not going to show their hand, but, like, base plays, you know, like, day one install. Yeah, that's yeah. there. Day one install spring. Yeah, let's run this. Yeah, it's for sure. Cause, uh we'll see how it goes but i am I'm, I'm very excited to see some of these young players but i'm also so excited to see some of these players that you know people have written off that i think uh are going to prove themselves
0: like who? who who was in that group for you
1: frank Latson's one of them and i i've been i've been telling people like he's been hurt every off season and spring in his career i don't think he ever was able to like really work on his body and like develop so him being healthy you know he he had moments last year obviously the offense just was trash and cheeks the whole year but he had moments uh, he had times where i was really i ain't gonna like there was some times i was really hyped when frank Latson made some plays like on slant he broke a couple of tackles he was dragging like i was hyped like he he was he showed some dogs so i'm hopefully uh you know he, he could prove people wrong because i root for him flag obviously is coming up you know I, this is the time where flag should be a, a key component of the team i mean he's, he's going to be a third year fourth year player uh with his intellect and experience i think uh that's what's gonna help him room uh who else i'm wow. I, i'm uh i'm probably gonna you'll probably hear people be like damn steve was right about francisco <laughs> they're gonna be like yo we heard that boy <laughs> <laughs> we, we heard that boy he sound like a demon <laughs>
0: That's the that's for sure one of the guys that I think people are most excited to see or to hear most excited to hear after all you've hyped it up. Every time like their first defensive snap, they're going to be out there listening close to make sure they can hear him on the side. Yeah that, yeah,
1: that dude, an animal, bro. He I might mean, be one of the best linebackers we've had in a long time.
0: I mean, it was it was on tape from last year. I, I know, I know, it was la- before last year when we went through all those linebackers. Maybe we're getting this guy. I know not We he went here. Maybe we're getting this guy. We there was like a dozen guys that were mentioned at the transfer portal and all those guys, I think pale in comparison to what we're seeing, what we saw from Francisco. He is a different kind of player and he's the kind of guy we've needed for a long time.
1: Yeah. Think about this. Canes fans are going to go out there and see a year or two Wesley you know, lining up next to him. So it's just going to be stupid. And then you have so much just young talent in that room. And you know, Wesley's a second-year player. He's still a young player. And you bring in the freshman, like, who we, the names here, Popo. Pulliam looked like he'd been in college three years already. Like, this dude is huge like these, these these people are these kids are coming to play I mean i I, I like uh the, uh the Mario Cristobal's comments about what I've been telling you guys about for a long time Damari Brown he's like oh he's ready to play now his body's just heritage dBs play early bro that's why it hurts when you miss on them like we gotta yeah. get them like that that room is stupid the cornerback room is stupid it's the, I haven't been able to say that in a long time.
0: Yeah, and let's go to the cornerback room for a second because one of the guys I was waiting to see if you were going to talk about was Ticory Couch. Because um, there were some, he's been playing on the outside. They said maybe move We're going to play some nickel too. I know Jaden Davis. Leave one on the outside. Leave money outside? That's it. Because <laughs> there's, there's, like you said, there's some guys there now. Like with, you know, in the past, it's been a lot of like, well, at first it was disaster, like what, four or five years ago. It was a disaster. It was an empty room, right? And then we started getting guys with potential, and then we started trying to figure out their potential. But now we have guys that seem like they're yeah. ready to play with the transfer portal on all that.
1: Yeah, no, nah, we're we're loaded. But TC, he played his best ball when he was fighting for his snaps, and he was making his plays. So uh, I'm expecting a very certain uh, level of play there. Um, but he's also going to be competing against DP, and DP, right. DP 2 again, because now he just switches them back to 2. Uh, all these recruits we got going in, they not passing that number two out. If you a scrub, I'm sorry. Like y'all boys seen it last year, but he's a, he's a great cover corner. I'm talking about Uh seen it for a long time. There's there's probably not a smoother defensive back in my opinion, uh, unless somebody's, you know, really up their game. In my opinion, from last time I saw practice, I mean, his feet, his footwork is just so smooth. Uh, you know, TC's up there. All All of them are up there, but, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's hard because Jadaeus uh, Richard, uh, he might play inside or outside. I do want him outside at six two two hundred. to be honest with you. But uh, if he could be a big nickel, then obviously put him on the field. But if right. he could fight for a spot, I would like it to be outside. It's just nothing over there on the other side, on the boundary, because that's probably going to be Devontae for sure.
0: Right. It's it's a nice problem to have. It, it, same thing with the receiver room. It's a nice problem to have that we're having conversations about guys who are earning starting jobs and not being like, I guess this dude has to start. Or forcing young guys into positions they're not ready for.
1: And Jaden Davis.
0: And Jaden Davis, right? So if, if you had to go – I mean, real quick. But if you had to go, you're like two guys on the outside, one guy at nickel, who would you do? It sounds like you're going in one direction, but I figured I'd ask anyway.
1: Uh, it's – it's honest. It's honestly about to be an all Broward lineup. It's about to be Devonte, uh, TC, and then uh, Jaden. Right, which yeah, that's about to be our best secondary. <laughs> 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 uh, but you know, don't clown. We got them day boys over the top with James and Cam, so we got them boys over the top. It's about right. to be a whole SoFlo secondary,
0: and we about to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's better to have the Broward guys at Cornell winning because they've got a little bit more speed than the date guys, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? we going right. to go see.
0: New Jersey is honorary part of Broward County based upon this show. So uh, real quick, Matthew Owen, do so you ever go to games to so Chris? Because I know I live in New Jersey. Um, yeah, as many as I can. Uh, Philadelphia. If you guys coming up to Philly, I'll be signing autographs outside of the main gate, all at the link, fighting off the Temple fans. So. I'm going to have a little like cardboard cutout of Steve-O next to me too. Have a good old time. <laughs> anyway, but so like obviously a lot of talent there and with how we can make this thing work for the cornerback position. Then we go back to safety real quick because there's even there, we, we kind of know the deal with two of those guys, which is nice to have those two back there. But then even some other guys, I know Jaden Harris was mentioned um, by a few people as but, a guy watch. Well, what's it about Jaden Harris that's made him catch so many people's attention this year?
1: Well, I mean, I seen him last year in practice. He was he was super raw. I mean, he was an athlete coming in. Started playing defensive back. When it comes to just, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, when it comes to just like as pure athleticism, like a specimen, like size, speed. Uh, you know, I think they started him off at like corner, then they figured it'd be better off at safety. Uh, I, I think when it comes to size, speed, and just overall like talent, I mean, bro, he, he it, he's he was a crazy take. Like it was it was a slam dunk. Got it got used to the position, uh, got used to college. Now, uh, I met him uh when he came to battle Miami with Cam and Khalil for for a raw tournament and stuff. And uh he was just super knowledgeable, like and then just super glued to Cam. So uh that relationship, like he's took him under his wing. So I would not be surprised if Jaden Harris is the number three safety to be honest. And I love Marquee, and I'm hearing good things about him too, but uh I'm hearing some some high praise for, for Harris. And I know I've known been knowing what's been going on with, like, the tutelage of Cam, like, and I'm pretty sure he's doing that to everybody, but I know for a fact, like, you know, he's been absorbing that, and I think it's been working for
0: him. Yeah, what's funny about Cam is that, you know, we anyone that watched him play in high school kind of knew the deal, like, what kind of player he was. You know, true leader, ball hawk, all those great things. And seeing him in just his second year already reached, like, All-America, first-team All-American status – and now he has this year to kind of cement his legacy. I mean, it's it's the kind of like real quick rise that we were hoping for from a lot of other guys. But you know, now to see Cam in that leader leader role, and you know, very well could be his last season as a Hurricane. I mean,
1: it's, yeah, it's, go get that bad fam. I'm hoping I'm hoping he got another make a year. And he go hell yeah, and then you can put that five up. He'll be like, ooh, you hang that five up and that twenty four. That got That gotta be the goal. That Gotta be the goal,
0: yeah. I mean, that would be that'd be pretty sweet to see. I was looking at the list of uh Miami first team all Americans, and and just seeing Cam's name after, like on it, it's just so cool when you're like that guy right now. We still have that guy, it's not like Jalen Phillips, where okay, that guy's gone now, or the Borogales, that guy's gone now, or yeah. like it's like no, he's here again.
1: You're gonna see him Saturday at Kings Fest, pick one of our quarterbacks off, and then everybody's gonna be like, oh, he's trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro, he's just the best um, in America.
0: Yeah, Cam's just really good. Um, but anyway, with, with speaking of picking off quarterbacks, I, I even titled the episode after it, but um, one of the big things is just hearing people talk about the offense. Like it, you know, seems to be tempo and pace and moving the ball and, you know, kind of getting TVD back to the guy he was a couple of years ago before the Estivo reference cheek-based offense we had last year. I mean, Man, we have a lot of people – <laughs> we have a lot of people really optimistic right now about how this offense is gonna look, which under Shannon Dawson. Like, how much of it are we gonna see on on Saturday? Is it gonna be the kind of are we gonna be able to do They're like, going wow, vertical.
1: They ain't no they ain't no hide what we're doing. We're not scared of people understanding the fact that we are about to go deep. We want them to know, and we gonna do it anyways. <laughs> like that's the vibe right now. I'm I'm just being dead honest. Like, I think uh They really don't care. They are going vertical, and I think that's really planted the TPD strengths. And uh, we went from from Enos, bro, like non-laminated play sheet getting fired the next day. Like, we went from that to averaging like 35 or 34 a game with Lashley just by switching the tempo and a fast-paced spread system. That immediate impact, family, y'all, is very likely. It is very likely that the staff, has assembled the right type of system for this these players. It is very likely that some players will very will secede expectations. This is a system where you know a guy like Harley just blew up, you know, in front of Caes fans. Like this is a system that's going to give guys opportunities to do that. I really in my heart believe that you're going to hear some some big seasons or see some big seasons coming up for some of these guys. Cause dog, that offense is is just with tempo bro you're gonna get the freebies you're gonna get this you're gonna just you're gonna be able to sustain drives bro and it's just when you sustain drives every time you get a first down bro that's you know more opportunities to snap the ball and get somebody the ball in space so it's uh it's gonna be I, I think it's gonna be a astronomic jump just because we couldn't get no lower than last year
0: yes yeah, it, <laughs> it has to go up it's just a question of where it can and And speaking of going up, like, how do the backs fit into an offense like this? Because that is where, if there are question marks, it probably is with the backfield just in terms of who's healthy, who's ready to go. Is this guy going to be the lead dog? Is this guy not? How are the young guys going to fit in? Maybe even a Broward dude, a Broward incoming freshman and all. But, like, how do do the backs fit into this offense?
1: I mean, bro, people always mistake this, bro, like – a lot of these spread pass-happy offenses, even the Mike Leach's, bro, dog, the run game is super important. Like, the R Browns, you know, all, all these systems, the run game is super important. It's just which style you're using, you know? Everybody remembers you know the the unc flashing duo with their quarterback and their receivers and stuff but really what that team which we found out ran on their two running backs (laughs) you know that's what that team powered that team so uh, this team is going to go far especially with a diverse run game coach miraball and coach uh christobal no uh stupid run game they're they're they have the block schemes they have everything they need uh coach harris uh coach uh you know tim harris the running back coach was under Gus, gus miles on even though I think he's kind of you know washed, but I think uh, when it comes to power run game, there's probably not a better person to learn from. To be honest with you, if you're trying to run a spread, you know a power spread, a power run game, he's probably honestly one of the best. He was one of the guys who started it. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I'm optimistic about the run game because I, I really like our backs. I think Henry Parrish is going to be you know a baller for us, and I think obviously Mark Fletcher is is, is a beast. People going to understand that uh, as soon as he gets in there. But I'm hoping for Cheney to actually bounce back. I'm rooting for Cheney a lot.
0: Yeah, it's, I think everybody is right. Get get that guy an opportunity. We've, you know, speaking of an eighth, eighth grade or whatever, ninth grade at Bellin, like a, you know, like people are still talking about him, and then just it's been so long now waiting for him to get that opportunity. So we'll see what happens with it. Uh, Don, Donnie Hudson has a question. I know Max was floating around. Uh, see so where does the Flow team tailgate? Big Canes fan and follow all your all your shows on the channel, which is great. I don't know, Matt. I don't know Steve, if you know, but uh, I
1: don't think there's like a set area. They just. Send like a location they or they were posting like on the website. I don't know. They they gonna have to let you know, but float float be having tailgates. I usually just uh slide with my family and just link up with them.
0: Okay, will be around. they will be around just keep your eyes open, Donnie. Or if it, there you go. Here we go. Look at Max. <laughs> Green lot, all of them be out close to the season.
1: Look at look at Max.
0: That's exactly what we needed him for. That's exactly what he was here for. We knew he was floating in there. What a
1: Chad monitor.
0: I don't know if he returned that hundred to us yet, but I still. think I,
1: th- I, I think uh, yeah, facts. I think he's <laughs> he's here chilling, waiting for you to to see if you're going to mention the Discord or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's honestly at this point, it's been somebody's job to remind me. Let me see. I don't know. Ever since Max deleted all of our banners, I know it was you, Max. will put the Max. big one up. I'm gonna put the big one up. It's like four Probably. paragraphs. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, A.O. has a question for us. Uh, Chris and Sebo, which side of the ball is the biggest jump from last year? Now, understanding the, <laughs> understanding the obvious that, like, you know, offense wasn't where it was, uh, but still think, like, in terms of quick success, how about right out of the gate? Which one do you think is going to have a bigger – bigger improvement it's
1: gotta be the offense bro you could not get any lower than that bro we didn't score a touchdown for like four games bro (laughs) like we cannot get lower than that bro like the defense we won a game off straight field goals man like the defense like yeah was it not perfect of course not but bro like i would have been so disheartened to go out there knowing no matter what you did we could not score points bro (laughs) like, no matter what, like, you would have to score as a defense uh, to score. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think it was that bad.
0: Max denies it. I don't buy it. Max. Uh, anyway, Mike, or it could have been Bill. Maybe just Bill went rogue on us. I'll show you guys for making fun of me. Speaking of which, <laughs> Greg Bush was a little bit late. He said, what happened to the other live cane? Sorry, I missed the story. Just say In case you missed the beginning of the show, Bill had a child, not physically himself. That would have been a real – we probably would have led with that story. But he uh, has a baby baby girl named after Steve-O and myself. So it's an exciting time for all of us, three live gains. He'll be, I he'll be back next week? I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly.
1: Nah, he need to take some time for his wife, killer
0: I don't know. It's it. Bill's – you know, he's a trooper. He's a warrior. He'll get out there. He'll just That's go not to the
1: his... battle you should fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the battle you need to fight.
0: <laughs> Very fair. Very wise, Steve-O. Very wise. <laughs> Uh, Mike Williams said everybody assuming the o-line would be better we will see. Uh, on this on this note, how will the change in offense just kind of like automatically improve things um, for the offense? Imagine
1: line? not putting your like <laughs> imagine not putting your o-line out to die by saying yo, <laughs> we're going to we're going to hard fake we're gonna allow these receivers who are bigger, and not our speed guys, run 25 yards down the field, then cross. Like we have this out and up that's perfect. The running backs inside the hashes. He's not going up until he passes the numbers. Like they were, they were trying to kill people last year. That's why the, that's why every quarterback got hurt and everybody's like they're staring. Duh, nobody's turned around yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> There's. St- DVD stares at this guy. He's waiting for somebody to turn around, bro. Help me, please. <laughs> like, like, trust me, bro. Like, that's that's gonna help getting the ball out quick. Uh, that's gonna make the O-line look a lot better. Obviously, that you, we could talk about the transfers, but just speaking systematically, when you get the ball out one, one thousand two, one thousand three, you know it's harder to get sacked. So uh that that's just what's gonna be what it is. It's gonna help the O-line. We saw what it did with our O line when Rent Lashley got here. Obviously. You know, we weren't able to get that one yard if we needed it, but we were able to sit back and throw the ball. So we'll see how it goes. Obviously, I'm super excited about, you know, Matt Lee and Cohen at O-line. Cooper, I, I've been high on Cooper for a long time. Uh, Jalen Rivers at left tackle. Why Zion starting to make some appearances at practice. So it's it's looking nice. Obviously, Francis is a monster. He's starting at right tackle. Uh, I'm just gonna say that right now. Everybody's probably already heard it. And that's that's what it is. That's a three and done player. I can't wait for him to walk across that podium uh with, with some orange green or something like boy. That that that's a that's a first round pick. <laughs> I can't believe we got a player like that. Then you got Samson. Oh man. Yeah, that O line. Reason for optimism.
0: And what's crazy is that with Samson, like if you would have gotten either guy. Like, that's a blue-chip offensive tackle that everyone's excited about. You got both guys in the same year. So, someone like Samson, who wasn't, you know, just logically speaking, isn't as ready to go as a Francis is, considering, like, just the relative training either guy's had and, like, you know, where they played football and all that. Like, you knew Francis was going to be ready sooner. Just physical profile, playing an IMG, all that kind of stuff, right? So, you don't need to force Samson into anything because you have a Francis. Now, Samson can take his reps and, like, kind of let things go and develop and then take over um, so it, it's a beautiful situation.
1: Think about this, Cannes family. We're all about to watch Samson and Ruben Bang go at it again, like the IMG game. That's good. I, you know, I would have paid. It's for free. I would have paid to see that. Yeah. That's going to be lit. See Ruben uh, Bang coming off that edge. Uh, that that's gonna be nice. I know they they also move him inside, but there ain't no way he he not on that edge. He's just too good of a player. He's probably one. He, he, he's gonna be one of them ones. I'm, I'm super excited to see him.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be something that it's like that's one of those positives, right? That that the opportunity to see those young guys scrap a little bit and get out there because at this point, chomping at the bit, trying to see what they can do, you know, continue to prove things on the field. Very excited about that opportunity. Uh, DPGC Miami. As a question, pick one player on offense defense you will follow all year as your number one player to watch. I, as Evo for you, it can't be a Broward player. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it cannot. You cannot do Broward for offense or defense. Give me a non-Broward entity. You. So are I take
1: out CJ, Mark, X, and Jacoby. That's crazy. That's that's <laughs> blasphemy. Uh uh TVD. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll say Fair. TBD for offense. I will fall back. I, I fall back. <laughs> That's crazy. Fall <laughs> so like, back. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with TBD because obviously I think uh, I'm super high on TBD. I've always been in his corner. Uh, I'm. Su- I think he's gonna be a baller. Uh, he is a baller. So I'm gonna go with TBD, and then on defense, uh, I would probably say James Williams just because they. They've been talking up of all the you know the hybrid talk. So I'm trying to see what that's about.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes too. Cause that that's just more like I mean, I know you've you've said a couple of times what it's gonna be, probably mostly playing back, but just moving up, playing a little nickel spot and all that. But I just I do just want to see it. Like I just want to see exactly how it works on the field and how consistently they're doing certain things with them, just cause it's that's one of those chess piece players that you know a lot of really great defenses have and we could potentially have, especially if a Jaden Harris is stepping up too as a third safety.
1: Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I'm talking about. If, if Harris is stepping up or Marquise stepping up or anybody, a uh, uh, bailing, whoever, whoever it is, who steps up, if somebody can emerge where we can use James Moore towards the line of scrimmage, then that's a good problem to have.
0: Yeah. Uh, if I were going to go with my guys, I would say on offense, I'm, I'm very excited to see where Elijah Arroyo is. Um, if you're opening things up as that big receiver type, especially we're looking to get size or get into the red zone. I mean, he's, he's kind of a freak of nature. So if TVD is clicking and he's clicking at the same time, he could be one of those guys that puts up crazy numbers at the position. Um, I just love the physical profile he has. And then on defense, he's he's unique right and then we have we're starting to build a stable of those guys at the tight end position now too Those athletic guys that can make plays. Of
1: img we we own img bro for tight ends skinner <laughs> yeah. uh riley and uh let's it called? uh not uh, that's the only two but yeah those, <laughs> those are the only two i was about to say somebody else was like nah
0: we keep only adding two. adding and adding and i do what we can do and then on defense um uh, Francisco is an easy one. So I'm going to go with – we're going James Williams. I'm just going to go Leonard Taylor and say, like, let's let's see you be great. <laughs> let's see you be great.
1: Let's see him get snaps, man. <laughs> let's I see him mean, get snaps.
0: He should, right? Like, why, why would he not? And, like, <laughs> yeah, that seems to be pretty blasting. easy. Like, if he's great and he's playing at the level, and we know, like, a lot of people, like, really play pro football focus, loved him. A lot of people loved him last year. But he was out there on the field, like, go let the dude yeah. do his thing
1: yeah my my thing is i love rolling i i think you should if you're if you're six to seven deep on d line then play six to seven deep like i get it like you should be relentless on the field your your offense is going to be moving at a breakneck pace so they're going to have quick possessions at times whether they're scoring or they're not it's going to happen at times so it needs to it needs to be a rotation but uh if somebody's hot that was just my thing, like Leonard Taylor can't make a play and then sit a drive after that. Like, that, that's what killed me. You feel me? That's like not reading the flow of the game. Like, you know, you, you gotta, you want to rotate somebody next to LT, then fine, or you know, maybe put a, another end out there if you want to <coughs> throw Ruben Bain out there. That sounds like a great idea, you know. So, uh, do that, but you know, if he's hot, please, like, what, what are we doing? Put him on the field, ride him another drive. You know, if he needs to breathe it, then obviously we got depth, but uh, you know, if he's hot. Don't take him out right after he makes a play. That's what that's just what kills you. You see a guy make a play, then next drive, you don't even see him out there. You know, like why?
0: Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. And it's it's one of those things that's coaches outsmarting themselves. And like, you know, that if it's you have a coach who has to be the smartest guy in the room at all times, chances are he never is. You know, it's one of those deals where, we're like, well, if we take him, we'll rest him and get these other guys. No, let them let the dominating player go dominate. <laughs> Studs want to play. Studs want to continue to be studs and put on a show for the people and do what they – be great. Go let the guy be great. Um, no, obviously, you want to – if you get a chance to rotate and keep your guys fresh, that's one thing, right? But, I mean, obviously, it's a different animal. If your guy's ready to roll, go let him go let him do his thing. Um, Which, you know, by other guys, like Nigel Leak is a guy you could have easily said, like you mentioned, like he's the guy everyone's going to have their eye on throughout the season. Ruben Bain, everyone's going to have their eyes on the
1: he, season. He said no power player, so okay, I couldn't true. go corner or the end sorry steve more That's linebacker
0: good. it's good to, it's good to have to put those limitations on you because then the people can see there's equal love equal thankfully love
1: to- james played his high school in brought so i was able to slot <laughs> he from day made in day paid and broad.
0: <laughs> we stuck him in there we got it uh shytown kane says chris and steve i'll give your starting linebackers and two and three backer sets
1: I don't know. I don't think you'll ever see two, three backers. You're gonna always see that nickel or safe third safety or fourth safety. Uh, so,
0: so it's kind of just the way it, it the game really goes there. Um, you, then you could give who your third linebacker is, like the first first hand in rotation. But oh, yeah, starters, yeah. I mean starters should be. Yeah, I mean, it should be pretty clear, even though I know yeah. you might
1: do one thing with it. <laughs> nah, it's 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 uh Francisco and Wesley. It's pretty clear at this point that that's going to be at least the starters right now in camp. Uh, I think you'll have Keontra and uh, a lot of the younger linebackers pushing. they got Chase Smith finally healthy at middle linebacker, which makes so much sense. To be honest, a dream scenario uh, is him competing with flag for that number two spot. Uh, so no matter who wins that number two spot, you have to feel confident about it. And then, you know, a lot of young guys rotating in. I would think my third linebacker is Corey Flagg, to be honest.
0: Which, fine. <laughs> which, I know people have that automatic Corey Flagg reaction, but, like, look at where we are, which is what – look at what we said when Corey Flagg came in and people were talking about him as a freshman playing – again, playing time. What did everybody say? When he's an upperclassman – and he knows everything. He understands the game. He understands the speed of the game. He's going to be a good player. Well, now he is an upperclassman. We have arrived. So people yeah. shouldn't be. Should people shouldn't hold on to those grudges?
1: Yeah, first it was oh he he can't make plays in space, you know. Then he started making open field tackles, and people like oh yeah, oh man he's not making though. Oh, he started getting interceptions, you know. Then you know he he progressed, bro. It's just you know the defense as a whole, the season just wasn't good, bro. It just. It is what it is. But uh, I'm, I'm more than fine with him as a third backer. And then if a young guy beats out Flag, that means that talent is clicking.
0: Just, yeah, just even in the sense of if you beat out Flag, it tells me that there's a lot of faith in you from the coaching staff because Flag isn't a guy that you just go in like, oh, I'm really talented. I'm going to beat him out because coaches love guys like Flag.
1: Yeah, if the coaches so. love guys, who are not going to make mistakes and then make people around them better. Like, you don't understand when somebody, when, when, you can't communicate with a coach and if something needs to get fixed. You know, you're looking at guys like flag. You're looking at guys like cam kitchen. That's what being a leader is all about. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's something, you know, people say all the time, coach on the field, but it's not really being a coach on the field. It's kind of just that reassurance. Cause if, if you, the 10 around you aren't feeling confident, you about to get the score ran up on you. Yeah. So even if they making a mistake, they make that bid at a hundred percent.
0: This is a great. This is a great comment from Daryl. It's something that we've. It's kind of weird. We used to talk about it with quarterbacks sometimes, having a lot of different like coordinators that can mess them up. But like, think about the fact that Flag has had three different defensive coordinators, and all three of them are like, "Yeah, I got to get this guy in the field."
1: Yeah, three so, different linebacker coaches too.
0: Yeah, even Packy. <laughs> like that's yeah, it. No, that's-
1: it was Manny.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man.
1: Manny, yeah. Manny himself. Manny himself. No. Then he had uh Charlie, and now he got uh yeah, hey, Nick, oh, he, we upgraded, yeah, we upgraded.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm very happy, very happy with that. <laughs> <going.
1: laughs> yeah, we, we upgraded that video today, had me stupid hype.
0: <clears throat> um, uh, DPGC Miami said, Tell me we won't have 10 first rounders in the 2026 draft. Um, I mean, no, but I like the hustle like the positivity i gotta move my head up because there's so many people listed there <laughs> but like-
1: uh, i I would bet I, i'm betting some of them boys about to be a first runner. Like i i, I don't even know what year it was but i mean i see a name there at the end uh that I, i'm very hopeful for uh there's a name there as well at the second line first started off i'm very helpful for yeah. uh and then obviously the two linemen but uh Bane, I think I, I honestly think Bane's a three and done player. Like it's stupid. Like I, I know you can sit up here and hype him, and it's the cane juice, and I, I'm getting fired up for the season. And my analytics and my super, uh, my my I guess my 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 mind for football starts with uh, with the reviews. Like I'm a fan right now. Like Bane, <laughs> is telling me uh, as as a fan and as uh, someone who really just tries to analyze the game that this guy is different. I'm telling you right now. I've seen them. In, I told you guys in person. I've seen the Central versus Heritage. I've seen the Centrals versus you know Northwestern. I've been there in person. There was never ever a doubt who the best player on the field was. Like that's just the type of guy. That's the type of guy we've missed in South Florida. Like he's gonna make an instant impact. Like dog, that's crazy. Like this is the guy you see go somewhere and ball somewhere else as a freshman, and we all get mad like this is an in, instant impact player bro that's what everybody in the staff believes and it's like it's one thing for the staff to believe it bro but dog everybody in that locker room believes it like when you see TVD talk about Ruben Bain you see everybody talk about Ruben Bain uh, i'm telling you right now like that's that's going to be something serious like i know it's he hasn't played a game yet you're saying he's 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 33 th- and done but i mean dog
0: <laughs>
1: he just don't know, fam. Oh, we yeah. could have used that boy last year, bro. <laughs> and,
0: and I know there was a reference before, I think it was Mike Williams, that said, you know, freshman defensive ends don't really come in. There you go. You don't really see freshman defensive ends come in and dominate year one, but he's different. He's a different type he, of dude.
1: He'll dominate you on the edge, he'll dominate you inside, bro. It's ridiculous, bro. He bench pressing 400. You talking about, like, oh my God, Ugh, I'm away. Uh, it's <laughs> it's scary, like, It it's honestly scary.
0: I, I'm big excited to see Fofo. And, and like, if there was, you know, talk like about three, knowing a guy's three and done before they go. Like, what positions generally can you spot if a guy is probably going to be a three and done player?
1: Line of scrimmage. Every you, you gotta be the people. The the number like the top five DNs in a class are expected to go like first round like the Jalen Phillips of the world you know are expected yeah. to go like a first round the uh, what's his name uh, uh, what's the kid's name I hope he's doing well uh, had a lot of injuries uh, flow uh, you know those guys yeah. you know they're projected to go well so like you you could see those type of like pass rushers quarterbacks and like D linemen I mean like linebackers that you could project to like go
0: like it's those it's those certain guys that have like super rare ability that you're like well yeah like when you saw Miles Garrett playing high school you were like yeah it's it's probably going to be that good for 3 years he's going to go yeah. like
1: well at every position you have that there's there's corners that you know uh corner you know, yeah. There's there's receivers that you know like i think uh, Jeremiah at Ohio uh that's probably going to Ohio State or well, hopefully we can flip him uh, i think we're a great season that would help uh, that would give him some more to think about uh, but I think he's, he's definitely a three and done, you know, yeah. they're there, you, you, you know, you know, when you see him.
0: Yeah. And like the, you see the universal yeah. praise Odell throwing his love in there too, but everybody knows everybody, everybody that's seen him play live and understands the deal. And now it was going to be a chance for all the Miami hurricane fans to see him. And if you're going to Kane's best, see him in person too. a little bit before the season starts, which is pretty sweet to see. Um, so obviously a lot of positivity to look forward to, but there isn't, there's also some other things kind of like floating on the back burner too that you know are really going to be in the forefront and and one of them was mentioned earlier by Ocala Kane. He said Colin Simmons shocks the world tomorrow. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know. It's there's a lot of positivity. I think I saw a prayer circle out there, um, out there on, <laughs> on Twitter or something. Yeah, about... Chalupa.
1: Yeah, yes. Chalupa dropped the prayers, the candles. <laughs>
0: yeah, <there's>... hey, <laughs> my dog. More who knows right who knows how this goes but a lot of people are still hopeful and and overhead's going to work out well and everything's going to go but we'll see how it goes that
1: that that would be a a a flex like no other for jason taylor and you know coach joe uh the defensive lines to have to land to land a five star
0: yeah that would be major flex major major flex and then of course like we talk about this great defensive line class if and it, considering who we have, considering what this would mean, I think we'd be up there. This would be one of those like those moves to make it make it a little bit different. Um, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. Obviously, a lot to talk about after that. But if he does pick Miami, it's gonna be a big celebration. And uh and Franklin, I know there's some some juice over on Auburn's side, but if it's at this point, if it's a defensive lineman from South Florida, Auburn's gonna be peeking in there and trying to get their, their stuff in. So
1: well, no, I don't think Franklin's from South Florida. Oh, I'm sorry. Like,
0: if sorry, if there's a defensive lineman that Miami is interested in, like they're gonna come after him, because it seems yeah. like we're always battling Auburn for these guys.
1: Yeah, facts. we even battled in Bain. Uh, for Bain, it uh, wasn't really a battle, but that was the only other school they liked. But uh, yeah, it's it'd be crazy. I mean, people people really don't understand uh, the fact that having Lightfoot in this class and. Tavis Jones in this class. We already really got two blue chippers and Dalen Russell super underrated, bro. He balls here at the crib. You understand that he can go inside. And that's a that's gonna be an athletic strong tackle for you inside. Yeah. Uh, so that was a great take. And while you go and get try to recruit these freaks like Franklin, Auburn got that bag, everybody know it. You know, they flipping people from Bama. I mean, they got little, they got I tell people all the time we talk about Auburn in private, they got little brother syndrome. Alabama win all them damn championships, they had in their head. On a on a iron bowl, which was fire, <laughs> but yeah. it's been a long time since. So them boys trying to win, so they 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 drop
0: bags, which you know I I get it, I understand where they're coming from. If they have <laughs> if they have someone want to give them money, they're no have no problem spending it, and we'll see how it goes with that. But Colin Sims is first up on the uh, on the deck for Miami, and see if we can't get him to make his commitment to the U. That would be beautiful to see tomorrow. Yes, Steve.
1: Yeah, I, he's between it's what Texas and LSU. LSU's defensive line coach just took a leave of absence or something like that, so people think that hurts their chance. We don't really know, you know. What if he's not committed to the coach? What if he's committed to the program? You know how it's supposed to be. Uh, so <laughs> you know, you yeah. never really know. Right. Uh, you know, Texas obviously they got oil money out there. They Don't let them people lie to you. If you don't think Texas dropping bags? Uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, it, 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 it's 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 a. It's um gonna really be interesting. I think uh all the nuggets about his mom and Jason Taylor, you know, the positivity. Uh, you know, I, I just don't think any other program could sell a, a Hall of Famer coaching you and uh yeah. We'll see how it goes. I'm hopeful. But you know, if it doesn't happen, doesn't happen. I think uh we'll be on two 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 sides that we've seen Canes fans. We've been on the side where we got the commits early and then we were trashed during the season and they all left. <laughs> so let's you know we get the guys who are rocking with us and then you know start flipping some guys if we put some a good product on the field yeah
0: so we'll see how it goes um obviously trying to stay optimistic as possible with prayer circles of uh, plenty floating out there um now talking about the opposite side of it with uh, a guy who was a miami hurricane is making decisions elsewhere uh, thoughts on the daryl hot potato jackson having to sit out <laughs> the <to> you <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm not rooting against nobody. Obviously, I didn't want him to transfer or go to FSU for that. Right. Uh, you know, hey, I'm, I'm not even going to clown him. Uh, you know, hey, what is what it is. Hopefully, whatever the reason he transferred for, I don't know. Uh, just wish you the best. Sucks that he had to sit out because I, I did want him to meet Francis, uh, to meet Francis, to meet Matt Lee and Cohen on a double team. Uh, so I, I'm actually I'm actually bummed out that he didn't get to meet them. He's not going to be able to get to meet them. Uh, but, you know, that sucks. I wish anybody the best, but uh, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. And that was one of those scenarios, too, where immediately you see people fly out on Twitter. It's not fair. It's not fair. And then, uh, but, you know, there was a lot of weird things that went on with it that, you know, the NCAA is looking for any way to show they still have power. So there was obviously some mistakes made in the process that, you know, yeah. they probably should have yeah. kept the business a little bit better in order.
1: Yeah. I shouldn't be posting it on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
0: No, not what you want. It's not what you want. That's the kind of stuff that would – in a world where everybody finds a way to get that that waiver, they it didn't work out so well for them. And even the, the UNC kid, the UNC kid kind of got screwed.
1: No, he, they're going to win that appeal. They yeah. have to. The backlash over that is stupid. They, he didn't play a game. They – the season was canceled due to COVID, so he should not have to stop. Like no, that—that's crazy. And, and 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 we have to play them. And I would love to see him play against us because I'm I'm not fearing nobody with our cornerback room. And right. just that, that sucks. that That's thats mobbing by the NCAA. That was just a, yeah, we have power, but they just threw all moral compass to the side with
0: that decision. Yeah, they, they were just, I think after they get, I felt like they yeah. felt themselves a little bit with the Jerry Jackson decision. Like, let's just not let this kid play either. No, yeah, that, it was,
1: that was stupid.
0: It was, he didn't get, he wasn't eligible. Like, they tried to defer his admission to East Tennessee or something. Then he went to North Carolina Central. COVID canceled it. Then he went to Kent State, and it was like, so Palled he never actually out. played it. played a minute until he got to Ken State, and then he great two years, and he just, just transferred like everybody else. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that stupid. I mean, bro, they didn't even have a season. That was the whole point of giving some all these players a free COVID year is because right. they didn't have a season. Right, and we played, we played like nine, ten games. We played, we went eight and three. We played eleven games, and we gave them kids everybody free years. Dude didn't even play. Can't get a free year.
0: That's <laughs> like, crazy. That, that's stupid. Scott Patton's going into his 18th season in college football. We got right. a
1: player. Uh, I mean, he's eligible in his eighth year.
0: <laughs> it's wild. Uh, but there is someone that's that's popped up in here. I'm not sure exactly what. what William McMillan, McMillan. William McMillan. Great show, guys. He's having a good time. He's got. Maybe that's a Florida State kick, right there. I don't know if that's a joke because of cake or not, but he also said uh Bane fixing to get exposed by Miami, Ohio. Please don't get excited about Bane, he's not that good. Dang man. <laughs> but he did say great show, so we're kind of in a weird kind of in a weird like back and forth here. I'm not sure exactly how to feel. Oh
1: my FSU. That's eh, straight. What was yeah, the I
0: mean, what was the what was the FSU fan that used to come in all the time?
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, is that cake the same cake? Uh, that they, for Ruben Bain's mom <laughs> is, is that that cake? I, he might be trolling. That might be the cake that y'all, if you're an FSU fan, tried to to pull with that that fufu happy birthday. um But if you ask your if you ask your players like Hakeem or Edwin Joseph, you know who who the best player they probably ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's some of them boys from down south that you got. Ask Patrick Payton, uh, you know what he think? i <laughs> will tell you right now, there's only one answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be an easy one. Oh, there we go. Thank you, thank you, Chat Johnny Buckets, Johnny Buckets. Johnny Bucket.
1: Oh, man, hope he's doing well. He's jump. probably. I'm surprised after a 10 win season that he didn't jump back. Maybe he didn't make the he didn't make the the jump uh, from
0: the CIS. But oh yeah, maybe. Uh,
1: damn that that that
0: was that hurts. And maybe it was just like maybe he just was so angry because they were doing poorly. Like now he's just he's just happy. Or like he couldn't go on FSU ones because he was so mad, so he just started going on ours because then at least he could have a little fun. Yeah, but then yeah, they man. started doing well, so now he jumped on the FSU show.
1: Yeah, he used to even donate.
0: Yeah. Oh, Johnny Buckets, <laughs> a good citizen, man.
1: A good, <laughs> <guy>. good patron,
0: <laughs> friend of the program, friend of the show. Anyway, but uh a lot of friends of the show, Johnny Buckets, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Got a lot of good people out there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, another thing that popped up, Chi-Town Kane, obviously the, the personal connection there, the local guys. Do you think Hester is going into the Hall of Fame this year? Yeah,
1: I mean, bro, like he's the best ever to do something. There's three phases of football, and we spend your whole lives as a football coach telling them, every player, that all three are the same. Then you tell every fan. Then it actually proves to be true every time you watch a football game. There's an opportunity on special teams that, you know, could probably hurt a team. So really, honestly, all three are the same, equal, then bro then why is the best player ever at doing that not in the hall of fame i mean it just makes no sense it's hypocrisy uh there's no person who gets more fanfare or flash because it doesn't matter what you do you were excited when he was back there to get a a kick
0: yeah and he's a guy that kind of spawned you know a lot of people with that that juice like you said i remember the opening kickoff of the super bowl running it back it was like you know that's the kind of moments you want to build, and like they they did all they could to hype him up when he was a player, and now like now is your opportunity to really reward the guy for all he was able to do, when in his time in the NFL, like go do that thing, <laughs> go give him his jacket, like put him in the hall, all the things that he deserves, and be done with it. But, I don't know, but it, I think it it'd be really appropriate when they put him on all those highlight tapes of like the greatest returners ever to be like, yeah, this guy, the greatest returner ever, is a Hall of Famer. He, he's earned that. No different than kickers and punters when they put them in. I know it's not a lot of them, but you put the best ones in, so put him yeah, in.
1: That's true. I never really heard of a Hall of Fame kicker. I guess there's only one I could think of that's probably a Sherlock, Justin Tucker. He's probably a for Sherlock.
0: Yeah, but and like that's the thing. It's like He's going to go. Now, but obviously you want to argue that uh, a really very, very good offensive guard is maybe more important in a lot of ways than a great all-time great kicker. You can make the arguments if you really wanted to, but you have all-time great that should automatically put him in. If you say Uh, all-time great thanks to a guy's name, he should go. Yeah, the best ever he should go. Yeah. It's it's a whole it's a crazy argument that we even have to have it. Uh, Andres Orozco, uh, Orozco saying how many kings are in the Hall of Fame right now? I think we're at nine, right? I think we're at I thought we're at nine.
1: Edge, Ed, uh, spiritually st. I know in my heart would have been one.
0: Uh, who, who else we have? Edge, Ed, Ray, Ray, um, Hendricks. Hendrix. That's four. Um, Irvin, duh,
1: duh. Uh, duh. Like, guess uh, five. All right, we're we're getting there.
0: I mean, I miss, I'm miss definitely missing crazy guys. Yeah, of course we are. We don't. I mean, I guess we don't count Jimmy, but oh, Jim Otto.
1: Frank's gonna be in.
0: Sap. Uh, Forget sap. Who forgets sap?
1: And, uh, uh, Andre's gonna be in uh yeah. Uh, well, Jimmy, Andre better be in.
0: I think you count Jimmy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> it's, it's crazy. I don't really have much Kane's family's uh from like my day that's made to the hall of fame yet. But
0: uh Yeah. Mm. The guys kind of floating in that range of like the maybes. Like that's for like the Andre, the Reggie Wayne, those guys, that's Vince, a couple good nah, people. Andre said
1: it. it cannot be an a maybe. He had me and you throwing him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like that cannot be a baby. Like I promise you. That cannot be a baby. I I I would I would personally you gotta go to the, you know, I would be in Canton with a sign
0: <laughs> Oh freaking Jim <laughs> Kelly.
1: Jim Kelly and Cortez oh, Kennedy.
0: Okay, bet. All right. Then, All right. That's good. There the we go. Time. I knew it was nine. I just couldn't think of who the last guys were, but um, yeah. So that's right. Thank you. Good job, Kiwi boy. Good job, Kiwi that was a good boy. question. That was a history lesson. Yeah, I I knew it was nine. I just couldn't like put my head around it, but uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Odell's a good point about Jimmy. We should we count him. Uh, Gore's gonna get. Gore's gonna get in there. Yeah, for
1: Absolutely. sure. Locked.
0: I, I wanna I wanna say Notre Dame has eleven. So we gotta pass I think they have eleven.
1: You think Calais gets in? Oh, he had a great rear, but I mean he had a great career, but...
0: like I think you get you get like into that nitty gritty of it with He had
1: to have over a hundred sacks.
0: Oh Notre Dame is fourteen. Uh I don't know if he does. They're like magic numbers with these guys, and I don't think I don't think he has a hundred. I would Damn. guess not. But so many years he played like that, kind of like, Damn oh, shoot, man. he's got 99.
1: Damn. What? Damn. <laughs> go get that once. Right, Go get it. Yeah, just come back. Play for the Dolphins. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, like that's – like there are so many guys that are kind of in that range of, you know, just a little bit. He's with some – who's he with this year? He's playing with somewhere. Who? Ah, uh, oh, Calais.
1: Yeah, yeah, I forgot. He's not with the Ravens.
0: No, he's...
1: he's somewhere. Yeah, let me see. Let me
0: count it off again. It's Edge, Ed, Ray, Hendricks, Irvin, Otto, Sap, Kelly, Tess. That's nine. So we get nine, Jimmy Graham, maybe.
1: He's with the Falcons.
0: Falcons, that's right. Jimmy Graham, maybe. He's got. He
1: just he just signed to play with another year with the Saints, so technically he would have to wait another five years after he retires to, to go. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 wishing well for him. It'd be stupid if it's just he goes back to being just Jimmy in New Orleans, and it's like how um, just I, wild.
0: Yeah. Took the year off just to go crazy.
1: Yeah, facts. Like it, it'd be stupid.
0: And a uh, couple of things. Yeah, so if we <laughs> yeah, could beats get by Dre. <laughs> so yeah, with, with and I like
1: Cortland Finnegan against. too, bro. He was locked down in mad. He used to play. I think it was with the Rams before he went to the Titans. Like, Courtland Finnegan was lit because he used to talk that ish, bro. He just caught the wrong one, bro. (laughs) He caught the wrong one, bro. Yeah, he ended up, he, he ended up coming to play for the Dolphins, bro. And it just never was the same, man. Like,
0: yeah, I would have been. Didn't he go there when they had um the other? He balled for well? the Dolphins yeah. too.
1: I just, I just couldn't look at him the same, bro. Like he balled, too, and like I get it, he's a scrappy dude, but bro, he just came across the wrong one that day, nah. I Didn't yeah, think I mean, Dre would take it there, bro. <laughs> any day, any time. <laughs>
0: I would, you know, you're, you want to trash tell guys every week, week after week after week. That's fine. But then all of a sudden, Andre Johnson pops up. I mean, the man, like, was born six foot three, 230 pounds. Like, maybe you chill with his Dre. Like, eh, this guy, no, yeah. I don't think I'm going to make. That I would
1: have I would have chilled and just let him cook me for 60 minutes and just been done with it. <laughs> just get put Shake. in the pot for 60 minutes and then like, be done with it.
0: Shake just his hand, make maybe. sure
1: I, I go extra hard when the quarterback just throws a ball out of bounds so I can pretend I did something or yeah, throw when the Matt ball Shaw, to the floor. Matt yeah. Shaw
0: yeah. It. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean it's crazy. Like one of his best quarterbacks was Ryan Fitzpatrick, just balling. And like <laughs> <laughs> like what the yeah bro it was the the one car brother who didn't work out uh yeah david that's david Carr, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's actually pretty good on tv but uh yeah bro it it, yeesh. <laughs> it was criminal
0: yeah oh that was funny that was my all-time favorite things because you know colin finnegan's like annoying everybody all of a sudden andre was just like no i'm gonna put you down
1: i was watching that game live <laughs> yeah, bro. When, when he ripped his helmet off, like, Courtney, you trying to do all this face grabbing, bro? Andre's sticky. I <laughs> know <laughs> everybody in that stadium was just going crazy. I, I know the NFL hated that. Oh, man. They hated and, for, that.
0: and for Andre Johnson, who, like, you barely even heard him talk, you know, throughout, like, like <laughs> barely did interviews. He had that super deep voice. It was all just, like, very basic stuff. No outlandish wide receiver gimmicks or anything like that. And and all of a sudden, it was just, like, beating that guy mercilessly.
1: Oh, look at Johnny Green with a good comment. Jeremy Shockey, you think he's Hall of Fame?
0: Uh, In my I
1: heart, I want to say yeah, but I was too young. I really haven't looked at the – I hate looking at numbers, bro. But, like, I, I remember Shockey being that guy. My mom was a big Giants fan, and Shockey was that guy for the Giants.
0: Shockey was great. Um, I don't think he was – Great, long enough. Like Jimmy Graham definitely had a a longer.
1: Yeah, he had ten year span.
0: Yeah, where he was just ridiculous, right? And also, I would I would guess I don't know the numbers like offhand. I would guess Jimmy's numbers are like way way up because of the touchdowns. Like Shockey was was awesome for a maybe three year. Jimmy don't
1: block that boy just catching. (laughs) Well, he blocked, but I mean, why would you have him block?
0: (laughs) Yeah, imagine the ball. Yeah, like Sean Payton runs it like to his offensive coordinator in the room, and they're like, hey, we're gonna have Jimmy like, you know, run pulling this week." And have, how would you just have him run forward? I just yeah. go like that to him.
1: <laughs> you feel me?
0: <laughs> yeah, but oh, there's a good reference. at Jeremy Shockey, NFL Street all-time great game. Facts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Shockey. I would put Shockey third after. Because Olsen had um, – he had the longest streak from a tight end to get 1,000 yards consecutively, right? I think Kelsey broke it. but Yeah, I think Olsen went four, right, or five. I think it was five. It was it was a good amount. It was more yeah. than anyone – like more than like, yeah. Tony did. Oh, or yeah,
1: Greg. And the fact that he's a banging commentator, he's probably honestly like low-key my best like favorite – I know it's going to be super biased, bro, but Tony Romo, he he's so annoying to listen to. His first year was cool, but, bro, I cannot listen to him call a Chiefs game. Like, I cannot hear him talk about Patrick Mahomes for 10 minutes talking about – that was such a great throwaway. Like, bro, move on, bro. It's like 10 plays ago. So, Olsen, uh, I, I give Olsen the, all the credit in the world. I think he calls a great game. He gives great insight uh, and stuff like that. I think he's balling. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that might help him because he's going to gain more popularity. He, everybody's obviously liking him. He's on Fox, so everybody's seeing these games. So, he's, yeah. he's calling big time games so uh i think that might help his case just because you know people are going to see his knowledge for the game people are going to you know like him a lot more i think that actually would help him uh get in but playing wise i think he did enough to get in i mean they they put in some people that i have n- i've never heard of and then it's like obviously he's like i'm only 27 there's obviously people i never heard of but then when, like when you ask about them they'd be like not that they cheeks they they just didn't have that type of impact yeah so uh, we'll see if, you know, people 10 years from now think, you know, Olsen's that way. But I think, you know, with him staying part of the game and then, you know, the stuff with Cam Newton, like going to the Super Bowl, having those type of memorable moments yeah. that people actually remember, uh, yeah. you know, I think that can help him.
0: And um, I think it was uh, – who was it? Oh, Od- Odell mentioned it before. Cam be one of those guys that gets in at 67 years old. Like, honestly, that's not like – It's not a crazy idea to think that he gets like, if he doesn't make it in, like, as a modern era candidate, like down the road when these old guys get in. Like, um, the Jets just had a guy get in who was like from the Sack Exchange in the 80s. And like,
1: it's like they do, like, all right, bet, like, we'll get him in, which I mean, I felt it because they did this. I was rooting for them to finally put a shoe in for for Zach Thomas. So I get how it is. Yeah. It's just hard to get in, man. They'll run out of players if they just let anybody in.
0: Right. So like that's that's been my issue with uh like because I, I like to look at it to kind of see how it goes, but that's been my problem with the receivers because like you're kind of you're kind of screwed because there's no chance they put in two Miami Hurricane receivers in the same year. Right? And the chance of them putting put in one away. of those guys at Hester in the same year is probably bro, like they need someone... to
1: let that biasness go, bro. That got nothing to do with it, bro. Man, Hester the that, best to ever do it, bro. I'll slap one of them people. <laughs> that's
0: how they think that's like these like old time guys that do it. That's how they think. It's
1: Oh my god, we need to throw that old time film on, but have I watch this. <laughs> watch this. Ain't nobody ever done it. His last game about to retire with the Seahawks, uh killing Atlanta, like bro, just doing stupid bro. He's like 36 years old, bro. These people can't on the oxygen tank after chasing this man down, like then score like bro. Like they, they didn't stop. They ain't stop playing. They yeah. they would put Hester in, and then if you pick between Wayne and Andre, I wouldn't be mad at either. Um, I think uh, when it comes down to it, uh, you couldn't be mad if they split one. You just have to be happy for him, and then just wait. Because yeah. if like Andre don't get in, it's just like, bro, you know he coming in, bro. Like, I'm telling right. you, like, there's there like, no man. way the most like, bro, there's NFL players like that just make people not look like NFL players, bro. And like he was one of those players he's not one of them that just come around.
0: It's yeah, it's, he's different, and like it's funny Reggie Wayne and Andre couldn't look more physically different like Reggie Wayne's so unassuming but their stats are almost exactly the same which is nice. like it's, it's really hard to separate them in that regard but of course they'll that'll be a thing we're like well they're like around the same so what do we put in for and then it becomes another thing like it's really it's frustrating it's frustrating that we have to sit and wait but I know like you said you can't just put in 100 guys every year I think it comes down to like it was the guy dominant at any like for a stretch of his career where he was one of the best in the league. Zach Thomas was. They made and that's coming from a guy who's a Jets fan. They made Zach Thomas wait way too long for as good as he was, for as long as he was good. That was crazy that they made him wait like that. But um they get they get get in their head.
1: Thankfully the they uh they didn't wait too long with Jason Taylor and we got that gold jacket sitting in that room. <laughs> <laughs> we could tell we could we could we could claim that first ballot.
0: Right. And there was another mention way before of uh it's about sean taylor here you go uh you think you ever put taylor in posthumously uh, then also chris or um reference so we also sadly lose on jerome brown yeah. as well i mean yeah
1: uh, like i said st would have definitely been uh hof i mean bro he's the best he's the best i mean fan service or not it was just, it was clear at a time that you know sean taylor was probably the most special athlete that was going to come out of miami I don't know if he's going to be the most dominant because I still think McKinney, but I mean he's the <laughs> most he's the most special athlete uh, to come out. But I mean, yeah, I think I didn't get to see Jerome Brown play as much, but that's one of my favorite things about that uh, intro. Y'all can't see me, but I'm chilling until I get to that Jerome. That's a stud, that Brown number 98, like that that thing. Whew, like he yeah. hit my people's telling me I've seen the tape and I hear the stories, but uh, so I, I would assume he would be in.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. I right, we did um I think it was last year we did our captain of the best Miami players ever and it got down to like the top 5 and it was like John Brown, Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, Dan Morgan, like that like that group of the top 4 or 5. It's like how Mount do you Rushmore?
1: Yeah, yeah Edge. like how hard. do
0: you how do you pick between those guys cuz you also have like all these different eras referenced too, right? So you got to like
1: every 10 years is like another, you know, every decade has their own studs.
0: Yeah, like you even have people comparing like the Jalen Phillips of the world to guys that, you know, Kennard Lang, Kenny Holmes, guys like your dad was probably like, oh, these guys were great. And then compare it to like Dan Stubbs 10 years before compared to Ted Hendricks 15 years before. It's like, (laughs) how do you compare? But yeah, Yeah, Sean would have been.
1: It's fun though.
0: Yeah, Sean would have been gold jacket 100%. No doubt in mind as with Jerome. Jerome was two time all pro right before he passed away. Two time first team all pro in his, I think, second and third season. So
1: instant domination. Yeah. I mean, when somebody tells you he's a stud, like <laughs> the way he said it, I'm like, yeah, he knows
0: with he that really southern knows. accent going, yeah, like that. He's a
1: stud. That Brown number 98, boy. <laughs> I know he's been tearing their ass <laughs> up all day.
0: I think that was I think that was from the, the Texas were-
1: that. The Texas thing, like that's why. And then every time you see it 30 for 30, you know, everybody paid a homage to him. And you know, uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's just the type of attitude you wear. That's somebody who probably rubbed off on the team, uh, a, a big time. I mean, the you fatigues, see that coin toss, the yeah,
0: fatigues and all that. Like, I know we lost, but like, the fatigues into yeah. that offensive game was his fault. He did his job,
1: yeah. No, no comment. We, we, we Paul crewed that. What <laughs> <But, laughs> JK. But. Not
0: what you want. <laughs> Not what you want. But, uh, yeah, but we'll see how that goes, how that shakes out. It's always, I like talking about the Hall of Fame stuff because it's like, you know, we have all these dudes who are just trying to, like, find a way to make this thing work. But, uh, anyway, it's good to talk about it. And yeah, Jerome and Sean would have been Hall of Famers, no doubt about it. Yeah. Also, Shout out, yeah.
1: Rusty. Yeah, damn. I don't, I don't even know who would, uh, who else would, would be in the running other than Olsen and, uh, Calais, obviously, we talked about it. Make a case.
0: This is good. I, I agree. Hester. With this is a good. I agree about all four of these guys. Not, I mean, Calais is maybe the other three. I agree. Not Hall of Famers.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think Vilma is definitely a, that's a great that's a great perspective. I think outside looking in because I mean him commentating and being around the game, I think that's gonna just you know people are just gonna be more remnant. Oh, that's John Vilma. Oh, that's Vilma. That's Vilma. As you see him on TV and see him on TV, see him on TV. Now he's calling games, he's commentating, blah blah blah. So I think that's honestly gonna help his case to be honest. Like I said yeah. about Greg Olson, people like you, they're gonna be more time to vote for you. That's why people lie in front of you all day on TV and tell you to vote for him. Yeah. You know, so if you like them, you'll vote for them. So I think that actually would help Vilma. Will Santana Moss get in? I don't know. Uh, Man. but I mean, when it comes to just dominant, I mean, you look at his receivers, his size, there's only like other than Tyreek Hill, you can't tell me a receiver his size that dominated the lead.
0: Yeah, it's, it's different. Different kind of like Santana Moss, like Hall of very good, <laughs> Vilma Hall of very good, not. I don't want to me to say that cuz say I I would
1: Man, I, I, I never heard that I hurt my heart hollow very good
0: I mean it's it's yeah, great bro. to be there it's just you know
1: you I know That just sounds bad So <laughs> <laughs> hollow very good like it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah I can't I can't
0: I can't Now I'm saying about say I'm saying it for me running nine six forty talking about Santana Moss like that but I love you Santana you can come on the show anytime you want but anyway Friend of the show. Why not? Uh, anyway, that'll, that'll wrap it up for us. These Glacius to all the, the boys and girls. Have a wonderful first day back in school tomorrow. You guys start school tomorrow? That's when the date schools go back? Or the Bradwood schools go back? Uh, I,
1: I don't think they go back to school until the 21st. So I don't know if he's down here. But I'm pretty sure. Unless my little brother about to miss like a week of school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure they go in the 20s, uh,
0: in the 20s for sure. Oh yeah, that's I mean, hopefully that's this is rough. It's what the ninth or tenth or something. Nah, they they
1: for sure don't because now nah, they they still have a nine thirty practice, a nine thirty a.m. practice next week. So okay, it,
0: that's good. That was scary. All right, so it's just easier then <laughs> oh, Orlando. Oh yep, there's nothing to do. That's fine. You, 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 you <laughs> Besides, like, the theme parks and stuff, you know. Um, real quick, before we get out of here, BKK, 973, how does any team compare to the 2001 team? Nobody's even close. Keep it simple for you. Keep it yeah. simple for you, BK. I, I, res-
1: I respect the teams that they do bring up. You know, like I respect that Georgia defensive line. You see it in the NFL right now. Look at the Philadelphia the Eagles. Like, I respect that D-line that Georgia had. I respect a lot of the athletes that Georgia had. But they're, they're, they're not going to be that. Uh, I, I don't think so, but I respect them honestly. When it comes to modern era, that was probably the one of the most dominant teams we've seen since the two thousand one Hurricanes team. Yeah, but no, it's 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 no. You had like thirty eight players drafted. You got 80, you get eighty five scholarships. You have thirty eight NFL players on your roster. You're basically a freaking NFL team, right? You're 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 you're, you're, you're literally you're twenty two starters, and most of your two deep is is NFL guys. i mean, you yet Sean Taylor on kickoff. <laughs> like yo, I'm telling you, uh, and, 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 and don't get close. And as a Homer, of course, we're gonna tell you this. But as just as common sense, uh, like it, I know it's least common of all senses, my mom tells me. But like yo, you you can, you, you got to be able to see that.
0: Yeah. It's just there's too many dudes. It's just too many guys. And I bet if you were to go back and count those seasons up too, like how many seasons those guys played, a lot of those, a lot of those thirty eight weren't just getting on a team. They were like guys that played and played significant time with their schools too, with their teams too. So it's a whole different conversation. A couple guys saying how many what was it? How many guys Brown and versus Dade in that Hall of Fame group? Uh.
1: I don't know. I know we got Mike. We got uh, we got Isaac.
0: How many guys are man, even from Florida man. in this group?
1: I don't know, but yeah. Oof, Isaac Edged
0: Brown. Ray
1: Isaac Bruce was that boy. R.P. Sam. Boy. Ooh, we had uh, Mike for sure. Uh, who else?
0: What can I sort by? I think I can sort by high school
1: on this thing. Hold on, let me see. I honestly, I'm drawing blank. I'm trying to think who. Who else, even from just down here? Did he stop playing with my dog, Ocho? Uh, who else from down here?
0: Let's see. Mm. One Booker T player. Who's
1: who?
0: That? Oh, Larry Little. That makes sense. Okay, makes sense. Uh, oh, Derek Brooks, where's he? I oh, Pentacola. No, he's uh, another, another Booker T. Pentacola Booker T. Uh, Hialeah. Who's that? Oh, Hendrix. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, um, Ray Lewis is from Lakeland.
1: Yeah, he's from Pope.
0: North Fort Myers. Who's that? Oh, Dion. Right.
1: Probably. Prime time.
0: Yeah, Irvin, something Thomas. Yes, sir. Not that many. Not that many guys from Florida, like Hall of Fame wise, as you'd expect. It's only guys that played high school ball in Florida. It's only like twenty five or something. I mean that, that tells you a lot about the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, no, nah, them boys just biased. <laughs> them boys just biased. Need to let a few of our dogs in.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it goes over time. But anyway, that'll do it for us. Um Hope you guys uh, got some of that out of the show. If you guys are, like hopefully we entertained you for a while. I know we lost some viewers immediately when we saw Bill wasn't in here, but that's what happens when you have a a child. <laughs> you can't do some stuff like this goofy show we like to do on Wednesdays. Um, but either way, thank you guys for coming out and watching. Uh, Benny, watching.
1: Benny, Benny, don't got his jacket. Benny who? Blaze.
0: No gold jacket. No. no. In my head, he got it. He's a, college, he's a college football Hall of Famer.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I am about to say, I know he got a Hall of fame. Okay, not pro. He's, a, right. he's a
0: college Hall of Famer. We got a bunch of college Hall of Famers at this point. Yeah, facts. I think a bunch got in recently, too. Benny's in. I think Kenny's in. Dan Morgan's in. McKinney's in.
1: It took Dan that long to get in?
0: Yeah, it took Dan a while to get in, which doesn't make any sense. Dan is- <laughs> Dan's in the conversation like best college linebackers ever. So Yeah,
1: Dan the man. It, yeah. Like...
0: Yeah, another guy without concussions and injuries could have been a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Facts. For sure. Maybe, hey, if he gets in it as an executive and Greg Olson gets in as a broadcaster, we're counting it.
1: And then counting uh, it. my dog, Glenn Kip, Cook, get in as GM.
0: <laughs> Count it. <laughs> yes, sir. And in the pass Notre Dame because it'll piss them off too. Anyway, that'll do it for us. steve final thoughts for the people.
1: Uh, we vibing. Let's wait to see what Simmons does tomorrow. Hopefully, he's a cane. If not, you know, we're just gonna keep moving. And then I'm just looking forward to Kane's Fest. I want to see all the fans. It's been a while. Uh, I don't know how much tailgate will get done. This opens up at 8 a.m., starts at 9, so it probably won't do much. Just you know, vibe with the fam, go cheat, uh, go see this practice. They're gonna, you know, you'll see how they warm up, they stretch, they do their out air, they'll do. Maybe some one-on-one, seven-on-seven, and breaking some team. You know, you'll see, uh, you know, you'll see a good amount of sc- scrimmage plays. Probably, you know, scheduled situations. You know, first downs here and this person in the field. Blah blah. blah, Drive a little bit. End zone stuff like that. So it'll be nice to see. I'm actually super excited. That's really as much as I would love to land a five-star DN. You know, in me, I'm really just excited to see us play.
0: Yeah, get on the field and let that – that'll that'll look, that'll take care of some things too if we're able to put this in, uh, all this positivity and, and good good omens and good talk into uh, some success in the field. I think it'll probably be a benefit to our recruiting, but we'll see how that goes. But anyway, that'll do it for us. I like – I'm holding this, this peewee ball, this little tiny ball, but it makes me look like I have like legit quarterback hands. Like <laughs> Peyton Manning holding this thing. Look at that. Like I'm enveloping the ball. You let
1: that thing fly. Yeah, you going, would, you going vertical, Chris?
0: Like Aaron Rodgers with this thing, man. Those you kids, going vertical? Those kids in that pee-wee uh football camp have no idea what's coming to them. <laughs> Fire snap, a rocket. right rockets. Rockets. <laughs> They're gonna have a hard knock just for my pee-wee football team. <laughs> Anyway, that will do it for us. Thank you guys for watching the show. We appreciate you. All that stuff on the bottom ticker there that Max has been messaging Steve about. Make sure he puts the ticker up. Make sure he puts the ticker up. We got the ticker. You know, go over to the Discord. Hey, football season's almost around the corner. Now that Discord's going to turn back into, you know, heated football debate. Unless um, – Oh, it's
1: already started. It's camp season.
0: Yeah. Less yam discussion. I know steve always heavily invested in the yeah talk.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get back to the football in there, but it's all down there on the bottom of the Patreon and all that. All the information is there as well. Um, thank you guys for watching the show. Hopefully tomorrow some good news from Miami, and hopefully this Saturday you guys get a chance to get Steve-O's autograph out there at Kane's Valley. So for Steve-O, Steve-O Bill, his, his new baby girl, I've been Chris. Everyone have a great night this is for the national championship for nebraska he's a stud that brown number 98 urban's got it Urban's free. slips to the outside tries to skip arm but he couldn't get by ray lewis big time players step up in big game